Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey. He's joining us, holding it down on the boards live from New York City. We are going to be live with you for two more hours. This is a four-hour show. We get started every weeknight, every afternoon, depending on where you live, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to everybody who's been locked into every minute, every second. You can always do that on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to everybody listening on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM, channel 158, and everybody listening on a smart speaker. All you got to do is ask that damn machine to play CBS Sports Radio. Getting you all set and ready for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We get kicked off on Saturday, rolling into Sunday. By the time we finish with the weekend, we will know the teams that will be representing the NFC and the AFC in their respective championship games. And then we still got a lot going on in the coaching world. Right before we went to break, I informed you that Mike Vrabel had his first interview with the Chargers. There apparently is some more interest. What a shock to everybody, except for, I guess, maybe Amy Adams, the woman who decided to fire Mike Vrabel. There's a lot of interest in Mike Vrabel. It appears that the Seattle Seahawks also want to talk to him. So we'll see where he ends up. I did share with you that the Falcons will be sitting down with Bill Belichick again. And Bill Belichick will have the opportunity to meet and talk with a few more of their executives. This is just like dating, right? Hey, Ryan, how many how many dates should an individual go on typically before they say, we're exclusively together. Ooh. I mean, in this day and age, how kids are dating, it's, I mean, 30, 40? It is the exclusive oh tag. It is. <laughs> there's a lot of time passed before that exclusive tag gets thrown out. But this is obviously, you know, not millennials will say dating. Um, I'll say three. After three dates, like, what else do you need to know if you're Arthur Blank? And I guess on the contrast, Bill Belichick. So from it from an NFL perspective, it's going to take three meetings before you just go, hey, we want to go together. And then you figure out the money and then you let the agent do that. So three dates, right? Right. I mean, that seems about fair. I mean, at that point, what else are you asking? But then you say in the real world, 
it got it could take up to 30 dates before you you're like firmly entrenched in a relationship 30 oh yeah I mean, now with the, the dating app days, you know, you're going on multiple dates a week with different people. Oh, my God. Testing the wall. Like, it sounds you're, you're like a full-time sure. job. Oh, uh, it's exhausting. Not for oh. me, but, you know, for, the, oh. for friends that I'm, uh, you know, oh, aware of. okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I hear about these. I'm not on none of this stuff. Well, I, I know ladies just it. come to you. Smart. Ladies just come to me? Is that what you said? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not on the dating apps. They just, the ladies just come to you. Ah, so saying that's yeah. smart by you. Sure. No, I'm not knowing none of these things because you you know what I don't need, Ryan? I don't need my face popping up on a dating app for somebody to go, hey, that's that's JR. I don't need that, man. That's What am I supposed to do? Do I put up a fake picture? Do I make myself Denzel? Like, what, what do I do here? I don't know. <laughs> I can't do this stuff. Well, if you put Denzel, maybe you'll attract maybe an older demographic. So that could be oh. on, the, on the downside for you if that's not what you're looking for. Hey, well, nothing wrong with a cougar, right? Nothing, nothing wrong. That's what you're into. Nothing wrong with that at all. So yeah. maybe in that sense, if that's what you're into, maybe the Denzel pick works out perfectly for you. Yeah, I need the catfish. Thank you for the advice. <laughs> I need to be a catfish. Yeah, there's too many of these things. What, bum- there's Bumble and uh, what's the there's swipe? Hinge. Swipe right, swipe left. Which Tinder. One is well, now Tinder. I think they're all swipe. I believe. Ah. But I now think what, Tinder's still around. What the hell is Hinge? I've heard of Hinge. What's the difference between... I know Bumble, the lady has to choose you. Right. And Hinge um, is what? It's for professionals or something? or That's... Oh, I don't know about that one. I, I honestly do not know the difference. It may just be... I don't want to say quality. I don't know. Ah, uh, quality. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, it's. I guess it's a... Uh, let me be, choose my words here. <laughs> <laughs> Choose my words here. Neither you or I know the, all the details, which doesn't isn't necessarily a, a bad thing. You know, I, I know people have gotten married on off of these things. Uh, it's not to say their marriages are successful, but I, I guess marriage is the first step. Either way, Bill Belichick might be on his way uh, towards a marriage here uh, with the Falcons. That would be. Not hilarious, if you ask me, but I've I've shared my thought process on Belichick potentially becoming a Falcon. I think one of the first things the Falcons need to do is identify who the hell is going to throw the football for them uh, with selection number eight. Are they going to select a quarterback? Is there still going to be a quality quarterback that they would covet? And or, more importantly, would you be packaging up a player, a pick, to bring in a QB, someone like Justin Fields. And so that's the update there on Bill Belichick. He's going to be meeting uh, with Terry Fontenot, the general manager, who a lot of people just find to be a, a personnel figurehead who reports to uh, Rich McKay, who happens to be the president. And if we want to consider Mike Vrabel, a Bill Belichick disciple having played for the man, uh, Vrabel got his first interview with the Chargers. And yesterday I shared with you a top six list. I told you about the most desirable teams for any head coach from the possibilities that were open. And I had the Chargers at number two on my list. I took a look at all the head coaching uh, uh, positions that were currently open. There are seven of them. I said that I would not go anywhere near Uh, The Panthers job, obviously, due to money, you would probably snatch that job up as quickly as possible. But I did have the Falcons at number one. And then I went ahead and I had the Chargers at number two. 
And the reason is because of Justin Herbert. This is a team that is full of offensive firepower. And they got names on defense. Uh, if they can play, someone like Derwin James still trying to find more of his stride. You got Bosa out there as well. And Mike Vrabel, when you think about his resume, 54 and 45 in six seasons. He did help these Tennessee Titans go to the AFC championship game in the 2019 season, which still makes me kind of scratch my head. You can thank uh, Derrick Henry, who's also going to be departing likely uh, for that. A two-time AFC South champion, Mike Vrabel got more done with less than any coach in the NFL. And if he were to step foot into the Los Angeles Chargers locker room or their building, Mike Vrabel would be inheriting the most talented team that he has ever coached in the NFL because the reason the Titans have sucked more recently, the reasons the Titans have stunk over the past few years, the reason why they went 6-18 and 18 in their final few games, or not few games, almost two seasons under Mike Vrabel, isn't because of Mike Vrabel. It's because the roster sucked. I can't say it any clearer. And if I were Mike Vrabel, I don't care who else is going to talk to him and anybody else he goes out there and interviews. If it can work with the Spanos family, do it. The Chargers are also looking for a general manager to the team. We know that they got rid of Tom Telesco. They are a blank slate. Uh, We heard this yesterday from their quarterback, Justin Herbert. I guess if you want to call him a young leader, you can. They're paying a dude. $262 million, he pretty much said what most players should say. It's on us to go out there and perform. Flat and period. It's not on the coach. It's not on the GM. You can bring Brandon Staley. And yes, Brandon Staley sucked. But it comes down to us, the players. Well, Mike Vrabel in that building, I don't think there's going to be, let's just say, any lack of accountability. And the Tennessee Titans, man, I have no idea what the hell they're going to do with their head coaching vacancy. They might go with some young hot shot that we have never heard of before. Uh, It's one of the reasons why. And yesterday I said out of the seven coaching vacancies right now, Tennessee Titans, number five, anything else outside of that, they, they in it for a while. Unless Will Levis turns out to be the second coming I am not all that enthusiastic about anything that Amy Adams does under her watch hey Ryan we didn't dive too deep into this yesterday but when you take a look at the head coaching positions that are available I said the Falcons are the best opportunity and then I got the Chargers at two what what coaching vacancy right now do you think is the best I hate to agree but I'm actually with you with the Falcons Right, you are. I mean, it's easier said than done, right? But you are a quarterback away from having one of the best offenses in the NFL. You're in a division that is the easiest right now in the league, where all four teams are, at least in some way, trying to figure it out. Even though the Buccaneers are in the second round of the playoffs, that's still you got to figure out what you're going to do. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans is a free agent, so it's an easier division um, with a lot of talent on the offense, just missing the quarterback. I think that's a better job than the Chargers where you have the quarterback, but and Austin Eckler's probably leaving. 
all the receivers are older and or hurt. Like you have to revamp a lot of the defense. It's that's almost an overhaul of everyone outside the quarterback. So and plus you're in the Chiefs division. I'm with you. I think it's the Falcons, number one. Yeah, I'm just enamored, and we know Austin Eckler, man. He's been looking for that contract, looking for that money for a few years now. I just think with the the right head coach, despite any of the moving pieces around him, that Justin Herbert is someone who would be firmly entrenched for the next 10 years. And you do bring up an excellent point about having to compete uh, with Patrick Mahomes in the West. Uh, It's not like the Raiders are are, going to go anywhere. I mean, they can have their up year, their down year. They're, they're typically uh, in the middle, though. They're looking for their next quarterback. I, I just think as an overall, get to play in Los Angeles or at least coach in L.A. You have Justin Herbert. You're not necessarily going to be under the uh, the gun for the most part when it comes down to the media. Uh, this has just really been an interesting – I can't call it an off season because we're now in the postseason – but this is just I, – I can't remember going into the, the, the playoffs and then going towards the Super Bowl and post-Super Bowl where we have these type of jobs available, but then also have these type of coaches available too. I mean, the, the biggest and the hottest names are people who have experience, people who've had success. Like, this feels like – I don't want to call it free agency in the NBA – but it has a different type of feel when you have a Bill Belichick who has the second most wins in NFL history. You have a Mike Vrabel who who has just helped the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, the past couple of years they stunk, but he helped take them to an AFC championship game. He's one of the most smartest, well-respected coaches. And then we all know about Mr. Jim Harbaugh. And, and yesterday we, we certainly talked to and, and heard from his brother, um, John, about how great Jim is at building programs. And we saw it at the San Jose State. And then we saw it in the NFL with the 49ers. And and now Jim is running around taking interviews as well. It's just an interesting time to be a coach. It really is. I, Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I Maybe it's Belichick. Because he's sitting there at the top of the mountain and he's the big old name with the big old resume. But I can't remember having these type of conversations, this many conversations, about coaches and their damn resumes and jobs that are open. Because it never happens, right? Maybe once in a while you'll get a coach like Sean Payton maybe step away and then kind of get back into it. But there's only like maybe one big fish out there. I mean, you have four coaches out there that have gone deep in the playoffs. Three of them have made a Super Bowl. Two have won a Super Bowl. Two have been to multiple Super Bowls. It's like you, you rarely, kind of like quarterbacks, you rarely see this many accomplished coaches out there for free. And so it's different because just like quarterbacks, if they're good, they're usually kept. You rarely see it. Um, and like you said, kind of like for agency, it's this is a, a very different coaching cycle. And I think it's really fun. Yeah, it's it's wild because it's a matter of, like, success. Like, all of these dudes are available and wanted because of success. In the case of the New England Patriots, it's every good thing has to come to an end. More recently, they haven't had success, and it was time to just kind of part ways post-Tom Brady. That's why Belichick is out here. And then you got Mike Vrabel, 
He hasn't had success. It's not his own damn fault. Over the past few years, the organization is run by a dumbass. And so now he's free. And then Harbaugh, we know why he's gone. He's, he's gone because of the success that he's had. And maybe if he didn't have success, he'd still be kind of inching his way back to the NFL. But he is in the greatest bargaining position right now to either A, stay at Michigan, or B, get himself an NFL job off the heels of winning a national championship, dare I say, before he also gets punished at some point down the line for some of these uh, suspensions and violations. So what an odd time in the NFL. What an odd time in football. I mean, we got two other coaches that are, are now on the sidelines that, that have their own crazy accolades. Uh, Pete Carroll winning at level and the professional level. Pete Carroll is an advisor right now for Seattle. And then we got Nick Saban, who we know. He's just, he's like, man, I ain't got time for this. I'm, I'm staying home. Like, screw my, my eight, ten-year contract. I ain't got time for this. I'm old. It's time for me to call it quits. It's been a hell of an, an era. Just, just in the past couple of years, the Roy Williams gone, the Coach K's gone, the Nick Saban's gone, the Pete Carroll's gone, the Jim Beheim's gone. It's a new era, man. It really is. Let's let's keep in mind, and I gotta remind myself of this every now and then. It's twenty twenty four. Things that feel like they happened yesterday. <laughs> they happened 20 and 30 years ago. Time flies. It really does. Not always uh, when you're having fun. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I need to let you know with all the NFL action coming up that you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from an angry coach, a coach who feels his team was violated by a bunch of classless individuals who utilize hand gestures. I'll explain. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of nice things to say. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. A lot of nice words. And you could say some nasty ones, too. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I don't hear too many of those. But I'll tell you this. One thing that I've never been called, at least to my face, I don't think I give people a reason to, is classless. Never been called classless. Ryan, anybody ever call you classless? No, not at this point. Yeah, a bunch of classy individuals here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Last night, Texas Central Florida basketball game, uh, not so much. Rodney Terry is the head coach for the Texas Longhorns. Central Florida beat Texas 77-71. to If you know anything about Texas and the Longhorns, they throw up the horns, hook them horns, hand gesture, they throw them up. You've seen it before all the time. If you know anybody in Austin, you, you certainly see it all the damn time. Nice city, by the way. Outside of the traffic, everybody moving in, all the, let me, let me relax. All the drunk people on 6th Street. Great city. I love it. Barbecue is good. It's amazing. Ran into Vince Young out there one day. Yeah, we were hanging out. Can't tell you where. Anyway, there's been a lot of times where a team beats Texas and they decide to throw the horns down as a hand gesture, right? Now, I think we all know a few things in sign language. There's a middle finger, and that's, I think, universal for, I think we all know what it's uh, universal for. And I guess we can say that it's the same thing when it comes to the longhorns. That if you throw down an up, upside-down horn, that you're just being disrespectful. Well, last night, going into the, the handshake line after the game, After Central Florida beat Texas, the players celebrated by throwing down the upside-down horns. And then they proceeded to go towards the handshake line. And Rodney Terry proceeded to tell them, stop that blank. It's classless. And then when he got to his press conference afterwards, Rodney Terry says, listen, you got to have class. Yeah, you got to learn how to win. And lose the right way. Listen to this. You know, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless. And it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about. And I was letting those guys know you don't do that. Damn. 
Now, I, I view it as just a hand gesture, right? Like, and I, I understand if, if you're going into the, the handshake line and you still throwing down the upside down, that's you're doing too much. But I don't got no problem with somebody doing that, like right after they won the game, learn how to win. And like, what's wrong with some taunting, man? It's sports. Is this now where we, we lack sportsmanship? Like teach teach the younger people this. And I know they're they're young, but these are these are grown people. They're in college. Yeah, I mean, are they out here living in the real world all the way? Nah, they're in a transitional period. But they're still adults. We got plenty of people their same age who ain't in college who's dealing with the real world and real problems and a sportsmanship in class for a game. They got bigger issues and bigger problems. Like, I can understand his frustration, but if you don't want to see the damn upside-down horns, and don't lose. Now, am I a jerk? Am I classless for thinking that? Like, you making all this big old hubbub. The opposing coach for Central Florida is just like, oh, I'm going to have a conversation with my players. And it's just, for what? If there was anything that I saw that was wrong, it's just doing it at the handshake line. Cut it out. You won the game. You know, you want to be disrespectful and to the other team, yeah, we whooped your ass upside down, hook them, ha-ha, we'll beat you next time too, then that's fine. But then go shake their hands graciously. Outside of that, just chill out. And I understand. You want to maintain sportsmanship because you don't want things to elevate. I mean, in the NFL, Tyreek Hill can throw up a peace sign as he passes a defender and they're like, hey, man, you taunting. You know, you getting hit with a penalty. That's just what it is. I get it. There are rules that are there in place. But after the game, look, come on, talk trash to everybody. Right now in the NFL, we got Baker Mayfield and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. They're talking crap back and forth about how good Baker is or is not. Baker Mayfield is saying, man, you don't even watch film. Oh, I love it. Let them talk crap. They're going to talk about it on the game. It's a storyline. This isn't the first time, by the way, that we've had controversy with the upside down horns for Texas. I mean, it was only at this point a year and a half ago that Alabama, led by Nick Saban on the football side, took on Texas and they beat him 20 to 19. It's kind of crazy because before the game, Nick Saban he was asked about the, the potential penalties that his team might incur for taunting with the upside-down horns. And before the game, Nick Saban didn't know a damn thing. Listen. Clarified this offseason that the horns-down hand gesture would be a penalty. What, have you addressed that with the team going into this game? What, what's that? The horns-down hand gesture could be a 15-yard penalty. I have not addressed it with the team, but I appreciate you letting me know that. So, you know, we got a lot of other things we need to really worry about. But I think that's a good thing for me to go over with the team, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and so, yeah, he got a tip. I mean, typically Nick Saban would say that the media just feeds his uh, players rat poison. But he learned something from the media. And then after his team won and beat Texas 20 to nine, what do you think his players did? They were throwing down the upside-down horns. And I remember this uh, very vividly. Nick Saban, he was out there on Fox 
cursing and yelling to his players. Cut that bleep out. Listen to this. Folks, Alabama comes back and they defeat Texas on the road 20 to 19 in a thriller. Nick Saban and Coach Sarkeesian embrace. What a game. Yeah, they embraced, but not before Nick Saban yelled out, don't do that. <sighs> Much to do about nothing. I remember Baker Mayfield, and this was before he got drafted to a team in Ohio. I remember Baker Mayfield coming down and putting that soonest flag in the middle of that O. Everybody had a fit. Baker Mayfield had to come out and apologize. Now, maybe, maybe I am classless, which I'm not. Maybe I don't got no heart. That's debatable. But I got no problem with taunting. I understand some of it can lead to an elevation of, of just jackassery, but come on now. Was last night's upside-down horns that big of a deal? Come on. I could get it if this is high school. You want to teach them something. These are adults. They're, they're in college. Rich Ackerman, what are your thoughts? You here for a little bit of taunting, or do we just need to completely stop it all? I, I say stop it all. I'm not a taunting guy. Why is that? I just think there's a way that the game should be played. It's a little emotional, but once you open up that can of worms, it's hard to put the top back on. Oh, no. So no no trash talk, no peace sign, no wave bye-bye, no game-winning shot, wave you off the – none of that? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? Jordan never did it. I mean, they, they, they talked, but they didn't, they didn't gesture afterwards. Jordan had game-winning shots. That was it. Goodbye. I, I just beat you. Yeah. Well, me, I'm, I'm here for a little bit of uh, – I like the entertainment aspect of it. I want to see people talking trash. I want to see guys with, especially now, in the NBA, you, and, and good point, Rich. You know, Michael Jordan hits the game-winning shot. He's like, ah, I, I whooped you. I'm going home now. I'll beat you next time, too. And, and at that time, if we really think about it, especially for basketball, we saw physical fights and we saw beef and, and, and we saw more rancor. For a day and age right now where it seems that everybody is buddy-buddy and hanging out in the offseason, it seems like we got less of that. I mean, outside of Draymond Green assaulting players, the NBA a little bit more softer in that regard. So it's interesting that there's this trash talk. These guys talk trash to each other all game long, but we, we don't have the same, I don't want to say, say physicality, but a, a big part of that is, is missing from, uh, you know, a generation before this one, maybe two generations. So 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. It's simple. Is there too much taunting? Is there too much back and forth in sports? Is taunting a part of the game? Should it be eliminated? Do we need to scale back? Head coach of Texas, Rodney Terry, he just found Central Florida to be classless as they threw up those horns. I'm going to take your calls on the other side of the break. I want to get Ryan Hickey's opinion as well. I want to get into a whole lot more in the world of sports. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Talking about class. We're talking about taunting. Yeah, Rihanna, she's she's classy, right? Uh, provocative, but very classy. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, we were talking about the head coach of Texas, the Longhorns, Rodney Terry, uh, not happy after losing to Central Florida. Not happy with the fact that Central Florida wanted to, uh, you know, kind of showcase the upside down hook 'em horn symbol. Said it was classless, wasn't a fan of the taunting and what have you. And I told you before the break, we heard from Rich Ackerman, who provides us with a news update. He's not a fan, doesn't want the taunting, doesn't want the back and forth, just, just says, leave it alone, play the game, beat the team, keep it moving. I want to ask Ryan Hickey. Ryan, what are, what are your thoughts, man? I'm down for some taunting. It don't bother me at all unless it just moves into provoking, you know, violence. What do you think? Right. I mean, it, it, not egregious where it's just, all right, what are you doing there? Don't be a, a fill-in-the-blank, as you would say. But it's like to the victor goes the spoils, right? Isn't that part of the reason why you play the game? Sure, to win the win, but with winning comes bragging and celebrating and being allowed to be happy, and it's like, yeah, if you play a team that their hand sign is horns up and you beat them, you have every right and should be allowed to go horns down. We just beat you. And if you're mad about it, look at the scoreboard. You know, in the case of college basketball, you had 40 minutes to change and prevent us from doing the horns down. You couldn't do it. Don't be mad at me for you not taking care of your business. I'm with yeah. you. Let's go. Bring more taunting back. Yeah, I, you know, I, sometimes I got to be honest. In, in, in the NFL, where it already is a physical sport, I can understand it if you feel somebody is going too far. But let's also be real. The, the NFL, man, you can get penalized for excessive celebration. The other team could be 20 yards away. The closest defender who just failed at the play could be 20, 30, 40 yards away. And because we got three guys dancing in the end zone, they now have to be penalized. And so we know the NFL has an acronym that, that people make a joke about, not necessarily the National Football League, but the No Fun League. And, and, and I just I, I see taunting at times as, as fun. Can you take it too far? Yeah. I mean, if you got to chase somebody down and scream in their face, yes, you're doing too much. But if they're celebrating on the other side of the court by flashing a hand single signals, just just – who 
cares? I mean, we heard a whole lot of this last year. I mean, let's remember national headlines. Everybody had an opinion. It escaped the world of sports. And I'm talking about Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. I had no issue with anybody waving a hand. You can't see me. John Cena. I got no problem with it. Do it until the cows come home. It's basketball. Nobody's provoking anybody into a fist fight. Nobody is, you know, bringing out a steel pipe to crack him in the leg before or after a game. It's basketball. And, you know, I must tell you, anyone who's played basketball, anyone who's played a physical sport, anyone who's done it recreationally or at a high school level, talking trash is a part of the game. It happens. It's going to happen. Fists fly. People get upset. People get angry. It's a part of the human experience. It's a part of being competitive. We all know that some people can handle their emotions and their behavior better than others. It's a part of sports. It's part of life. It happens. Let's relax. I know Rodney Terry doesn't want to hear it from me, doesn't want to hear from anybody else. But why all of a sudden do we all have to act so so dignified? Come on now. Cut it out. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, I don't. This is also a story that came down the pipe yesterday. Last night, actually. I had to shake my head. There's an NBA player who didn't go to work yesterday. And it's not because he lacks class or because he was injured or because he was hurt. There was an NBA player who could not get out of his house, get out of his block, get out of his neighborhood because of ice. Yes, ice. The stuff that freezes. When water freezes, it's ice and it's slippery. An NBA player missed a game yesterday because he couldn't get out of his neighborhood. This is DeAndre Ayton, the newest center for the Portland Trailblazers. The man that was ultimately sent to Portland from the Phoenix Suns. He's averaging 13 points, 11 rebounds in 24 games. He has missed the last 11 games with knee tendonitis, and so maybe he didn't want to walk carefully over any ice. He didn't make it to the game. The Portland Trail Blazers beat the Brooklyn Nets at home last night, 105-103. to 103. Anthony Simons won the game uh, with a, a two-tenths of a second left on the clock. He lit it up with Jeremy Grant to end the game. And DeAndre Ayton, the report is, he tried for hours to get past the sheet of ice leading out of his neighborhood. The team even sent people. Who these people are, I have no idea. I don't know if the Blazers called a snow removal company. I don't know if they called a, a tow truck. I don't know what they did. But it's been reported that the Blazers sent people to his house to try to get him to the game. And it didn't help. Now, somehow, some way, everybody else made it to the game except for DeAndre Ayton. 
all the coaches were there, all the players were there from both teams, but DeAndre Ayton, all seven feet of him, he couldn't make it. Now I get it. Terrible travel conditions. We all experience it. This is January. The weather is crap in a lot of places all over North America. Hello to our friends in Canada. Man, we we all can't get away with it like this. In a lot of cases, for a team that's worth billions of dollars and a professional athlete who's worth millions of dollars, I got to tell you, man, this is a poor excuse to miss a basketball game and not show up to work. It leads me to believe that especially for a dude who missed the past 11 games, that DeAndre Ayton wasn't all that concerned with getting to work. Let's be real here. I got to tell you, I don't want to call it a dirty secret. I I talk on a radio for a living. Okay? You know how difficult it is for me to just turn on a microphone and talk? It's it's not that tough. In a lot of cases, if I cannot make it to a studio, I stay close by to the studio so I can still go to work. God forbid there's going to be 50 million inches of snow. Like this whole situation is fishy. No pun intended. Ice fishing. No. Hey, Lou Williams, he knows about fishy business. I think the man has uh, two girlfriends or two wives. Separate conversation. Anyway, Lou Williams is on FanDuel TV. And the idea of an NBA player missing a game because of ice not being able to get out of his neighborhood, Lou Williams found it comical. I've never experienced anything like this. I w- it was funny to me because they said the Trailblazers sent people from the team to come help him. Like, what the hell were they going to do? I don't <laughs> it just know. just like more people stuck in ice to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are we doing? We got Larry, Moe, Curly. Are they showing up to his house with ice picks? Like, what, what are we doing here? It's just a matter of being lazy. Ryan, what, what do you think about this? I heard the story. I said, what? What type of professional is this? Right. Like, I, I don't. I don't get how this is possible. Like, whether it's foresight of, oh, it's going to be snowy and icy, so maybe I'll stay at a teammate's house that's closer to the arena just so I can make sure I'm there, or leave, like, I mean, I don't know where he lives. Could he Could he not walk somewhere where the ice is not there and he can get picked up? Like, I don't, I can't envision a scenario where it's, like, acceptable that there, it was too icy and he, just, he was, like, trapped at home. I, I can't – I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> and maybe he lives in a cold – but you know what? Every, every scenario that I thought of in my head makes no sense. Like the neighborhood was too icy. And so, I mean, it, this goes back to what we said before. Like, people, people forecast what the hell is going on. We have meteorologists. Are they correct 100% of the time? No. And ice, yeah, ice can kind of just pop up on you and just shock you but when you have weather conditions like this why were you the only one that was stuck if things were so bad typically you stay by to the the arena you stay by the practice facility the team would have put you up in the fanciest four seasons hotel and you would have had service all the way to the arena so i i I think i now have a better understanding as to why monty williams was not on the same page with deandre ayton because it really seems like DeAndre Ayton ain't motivated. I mean, between him, you got that Eaton guy, Zion Williamson. 
not everybody is going to be a balls to the wall when it comes to doing their job. I think we all know somebody like that. Just ready to call out, leave you to do all the work, don't want to show up the work, don't earn their money. We all know somebody like that. Not me, though. Everybody I know does their job here at CBS. Everybody does. I know this. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. We come back on the other side. Phone lines are open. 855-212-4CBS. We know we're getting ready for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And I, I want to talk about a team that is still shocking, maybe not so much, but they're here. It's the Lions. It gets cold in Detroit, too. I want anybody who miss work. Don't move. CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 